The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning, Bart. Cold morning. Four. Four degrees right now, and it's going to be cold the rest of the week. But I have good news. Today's the last day of January. That's true. So that means we have a short February, and spring is on the way. Month uh, sure has flown by. Yes, it has. Uh, we'll start today uh, with sunshine eventually, and then it will get cloudy again, and then snow showers later today. And we'll see single digits for nighttime lows the rest of the week. So no snow, but cold. It didn't so. feel as cold as it, as it said this morning. Hmm. Like it wasn't that bad for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe there was not a lot of wind this morning. Hmm. So maybe that's why it, uh, it felt reasonable out. Our balloons are still uh, fully inflated thanks to the balloony bin. Uh, as yesterday, the Bart Holly Show, 22nd yes. anniversary. Congratulations. Thank you. What a long time to be doing a talk show. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. That's thanks. amazing. Uh -huh. uh, in a couple weeks, hard to believe, we'll have another milestone our 5,000th show. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely crazy, 5,000 shows. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. My dog slept on my face last night, <laughs> so I have a, I have a bloodshot right eye today. So, just wanted everyone to be aware of that. My dog started this new thing where he sleeps like on top of my pillow on my face. It's interesting. <laughs> interesting. It is nice though because, man's best friend. Well, typically uh, when you let a dog in bed, they sleep at the foot of the bed. Typically. Typically. Typically, but Chip has a new uh, habit of uh, I sleep with two pillows. And he gets one of them now. So yeah. that's what's going on at my house. Sounds fair. You have two dogs. Where does the other one sleep? At the foot of the bed. Oh. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yep. The uh, fallout from the Memphis mm. police beating continues. Last night, uh, three Memphis Fire Department personnel were fired and two more police officers uh, were disciplined. They were placed on leave. I mean, so that's 10? Nine or 10. ten and I people. think, you know, it's just another horrible situation in our country. And the only thing that uh, the country can do is continue to prosecute and make an example out of these bad uh, seeds mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, make the, make the entire law, law enforcement in our country um, look bad. So, yeah, it's awful, awful, awful. And uh, very, um, it's a big, it's a big deal in uh, Memphis. They've had uh, protests, um, and again, it's just not, it's just not okay. No, it's not. Uh, police officers, uh, for the most part, were uh, similarly horrified uh, mm. by the lack of professionalism, compassion, and uh, 
law-abiding. Yeah, you know, and it was uh, a scorpion squad, uh, you know, one of those special units, and mm -hmm. I, I, I shouldn't, but I'm gonna go ahead and assume that they thought they could do whatever the hell they wanted. And, uh, but yeah, to have so many participating in something like that, really, really sickening, you know? Mm -hmm. What were those five individuals like out on their own? You know, what else have they done, you know? Um, so, very tough to watch. Yeah, well, the police chief acted uh, immediately mm -hmm. by uh, suspending and sure. firing and then uh, having the officers charged, uh, getting a lot of uh, props. But the prosecutor in Memphis uh, sounds like he wants her out. He wants the chief out? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Top down. Well, I mean, as, as we know, that's a lot, of, a lot of times chain of command, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, Let's, uh, let's uh, what should we talk about next? Well, I just want to mention, uh, last night, President Biden said the, the COVID emergency is going to come to an end on May 11th. May so, 11th? May 11th. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do on May 11th? How did he pick that day? Is that his birthday or something? Uh, apparently, they have to uh, make some uh, changes and wind down some things. So testing, uh, vaccines, a lot of things that were free mm -hmm. will not be free anymore. Okay. And here in Jackson, yesterday, uh, Dr. Cortland Katayan, the VP of Population Health at Henry Ford Jackson Hospital, said we have the fewest number of people in the hospital with COVID since March of 2020. Perfect. One person one person but unfortunately people are still dying here in the state of Michigan and in Jackson County uh, due to COVID it continues to be uh, in for three years the leading killer crazy. worldwide craziness yeah. absolutely crazy mm -hmm. uh, let's get to some uh, local news we would like to take this time to uh, help out one of our downtown neighbors here in uh, Jackson coffee is community and you have an opportunity to uh, help the uh, Bone family. Duncan and Elizabeth, they own the Fortress uh, Cafe right downtown and a big part of our community and Elizabeth has stage four breast cancer and uh, they have already through a GoFundMe been able to raise a ton of money for uh, a treatment that she will be taking in Mexico shortly but um, ongoing costs um, are there uh, when, when uh, she returns. So we have uh, opportunities to uh, donate while you get some coffee. And uh, on Wednesday, February 8th, Callahan's. Thursday, Daily Grind in Food Hub. February 10th, Trailhead Coffee Shop. And Saturday, Musgrove and & Company. And all of these uh, businesses are donating proceeds from that day to the own family so if uh, you're out and about and want to get your coffee at one of these places that day maybe throw an extra couple bucks um, tough times and uh, of course there's a lot of people dealing with with things and, and issues um, but we wanted to get this out so one of our downtown across the street neighbors uh, who's struggling so thank you if you can help I'll be uh, let's go on all four yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure, for sure. And uh, ask uh, when you go, um, you know, what's the best way to donate? Some are doing all, I think William at Daily Grind is doing 100% of all coffee and latte sales on the day. Oh, wow. So, but you have to uh, just ask, and um, you can find that flyer on Facebook. And I think Kyle liked to set that up, so uh, nice job, Kyle. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, it definitely is sweater weather. And are you in the market for a new sweater? I haven't been able to find an actual sweater in three years. Well, here's a new uh, sweater that's going to hit the market. It's from a company called Human Material Loop. Mm. And who needs cashmere when you can wrap yourself in a cozy, comfy sweater made from... Is that human hair? Human hair. No, thank you, sir. Yes, human hair. This Netherlands-based company says as, uh, as much as 158 million pounds of human hair uh, ends up in landfills. Really? Yeah. I'll so be darned. they are going to use it as raw material for clothing, and they have products on the market by next year. Noah's wondering if you get to pick whose hair it was. Well, you know, it doesn't sound as disgusting as uh, on face value because they process it and uh, make it into... Make it into not hair? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll stick yeah. with the uh, alpaca or whatever they're serving out there. Um, there's been some weird uh, videos online, some really, really, really? bad coaching on, on, uh, that I've seen. Huh. And I wanted to share this. Now, this is absolutely awful, but I want to share this because uh, this is no way to talk to your athletes. Oh my gosh, um, he's fired. Uh, that was in Texas. That was Mark Moorfield, and he went off on his women's uh, Mary Harden Baylor team. A lot of people thought that footage might have been captured from the Queens Gymnasium last <laughs> night. Um, it's just amazing that we have people out there talking to female athletes like this. Isn't this crazy? Mm -hmm. So good for him getting fired. Um, we can't have psychos out there in sports. Parents are not off the hook. Have no. you ever been thrown out of one of my games? Did you ever get thrown out? Did you ever get yelled at? Yeah, you did, maybe. Um, it happens, but it's, um, it's annoying when it's like a celebrity and former NBA player. Do you remember Robert Ory? Oh, yeah. Well, according to this TMZ-owned video, Robert, Big Shot Bob, was thrown out of his son's high school game for yelling. Brandon, I don't know if you've heard this before for coming from the stands, but he yelled this. He yelled, you suck to the ref. No. Let's roll the tape. Wow. Amazing. Thank you to TMZ Sports for that wonderful clip. I want to, uh, I want to be in an arena when that happens. That's <laughs> like, I love stuff like that. So, how embarrassing, right?
It's just nice. a game. It's just a game. It's just a game. A game that Robert Ory won like nine championships playing. You'd think he'd have a little bit of a, you know, whatever. You'd think he'd know better. You'd think he'd know better. You would think he'd know better, but he didn't. Uh, the police blotter uh, this morning, Officer Tripp was in the area of uh, West Morale and uh, Southwest Avenue, a very busy intersection. Yes, it is. Uh, he observed a running vehicle parked uh, on the curb with an unconscious subject behind the wheel. Uh, really? That subject was uh, arrested for driving while intoxicated hmm. or parked and passed out while intoxicated. Yeah, I mean, if, uh, if you're <laughs> long, uh, probably should have got a ride home, probably about 10 drinks earlier. Uh, we've got um, snow causing traffic problems and in um, New Hampshire, a driver was just driving along, minding their own business, uh, when a tree branch just came crashing down and impaled the windshield of the vehicle. And Lee, New Hampshire police posted oh, this photo. Wow. It just came crashing through. The driver said I, they heard a, an odd sound. Good God. Uh, no injuries uh, were reported. But man, look how close it was to the driver. So, oh, they have a Mickey Mouse in their window. Yeah, avoid uh, road travel when. Uh, that's not. That's just a, like a pine tree branch. That's have, nothing. Wow. Oh, I think it would hurt. Oh, I think it would hurt. Yeah. I'm just saying, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Warning. It's a good thing no one was in that car. You, you've had some close calls like that before. Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, Today's show is brought to you by Heather Herndon, and each week, Heather and her team at Howard Hanna Real Estate Services remind us why we love living here in Jackson. And today, Heather is reminding us about the great health care at Henry Ford Jackson Hospital. Oh, yeah. Right here in our own town, Henry Ford Jackson Hospital. One of the great places we have. Yes, we're lucky we have. We that. are very, yeah. very lucky. Very lucky to, uh, to have a great healthcare mm -hmm. here in Jackson. So thank you to Heather Herndon and the entire Herndon team for helping us bring you today's show. Mm -hmm. uh, the Night of Distinction, it's sold out. It is? Yeah. Really? Yep. Whoa. Uh, you won't be able to be there because you're going to be at a Michigan basketball game. <laughs> and Michigan, Michigan women's basketball yes. is hot suddenly. Hot. There are four Big Ten teams uh, ranked in the top 20 for the first time in um, 47 years. And that's the whole history of the poll. It is. AP Brandon, poll. you don't yeah. believe this. I'm going to a, a ranked matchup Thursday, 13th ranked Michigan against maybe 20th ranked Illinois. Mm -hmm. All right. What a yeah. pretty good game. Yeah. yeah, should be good. And of course, the girls are playing at halftime of the game. Yes. Which, Your team. Yes, yes. which uh, is. <laughs> It's exciting. It's very exciting. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Mm -hmm. We're very excited. They, in past years, they would uh, put curtains up over the upper part of Chrysler because they had so few people. Mm -hmm. But now the place is filling up. 10, yeah, it's filling up, and it's game. so reasonable to go to a, a women's uh, college basketball game. And it's honestly a lot of times it's more fun to watch uh, a women's college game than a men's college game in person. So I highly encourage you to check that out. I think like regular tickets to a Michigan women's game are like six bucks. Mm -hmm. So 
Yep, it's a bargain. Should be fun. So, and you are hosting the Chamber Night of Distinction. Christy Siders and, and I are the Great. MCs. Will you be wearing a tuxedo? No. Oh, okay. No, not like the one you wore to the daddy-daughter dance. <laughs> That's all I had clean. Let's uh, get uh, right to it. Our Extreme Dodge scoreboard brought to you by our pals at Extreme. You know they have a great new oil change building. I saw it. Yeah, it looks great. Here are those scores. Grass Lake over Manchester. This is boys basketball. Lansing Christian over Jackson Christian. Napoleon with a, uh, they survived by three over Hanover Horton. And that game was played at Hanover Horton last night. 61-58. Girls basketball. Leslie beat Michigan Center by 26. And Western beat Battle Creek Lakeview 63 to 18. That's always a long bus ride home mm -hmm. when you get beat by that much. Uh, let's see what's on deck for tonight. We've got a lot of boys basketball action. We are going to be live from Jackson, Chelsea at Jackson, live on JTV, presented by Avenue Auto. Coverage 6.45 p.m. Tune in for that. Should be a great game. Jackson High and Chelsea live tonight. And that's the rest of the On Deck. Who's on the show today? We've got a great show lined up. We're going to get things started with Dr. Donna O'Neill right after this break. The Morning Show is brought to you by BearX. BearX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. Our show today is brought to you by the Enchanted Forest Bar and Grill. They're located at 3705 Ann Arbor Road. They have daily specials and a breakfast and Bloody Mary bar on Sundays from 7 to 3. And they are open for lunch with weekly entertainment. The Enchanted Forest here on the morning show. Also coming up, the Groundhog Gallop. It's the first race in the ORS race series and it's Saturday, February 4th at Middle School at Parkside. Sign up, visit orsraceseries.com. We're happy to welcome back to the show from the Pick Center Infectious Disease Specialist, Dr. Donna O'Neill. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Can you do anything for a dog hair and a right eye? Let's make sure it's a dog hair, <laughs> not infectious. <laughs> no, it's just, I'm 100% I'm sure it's a dog hair. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. So last night, uh, President Biden said he's going to end the national public emergency. Uh, is that a good thing? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes and no. Yeah, I don't know what we're going to talk about because you had Portland on yesterday and you kind Let's of talk stole, about the holidays. How were your holidays? I stole my thunder. Actually, I'm thinking I should come after my big medical meeting, which I'm going to at the end of this week. And congratulations on your 22 years. Oh, I you. just realized I went to this meeting 25 years wow. ago. Wow. Yeah. So, congratulations. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah, so it's a really good meeting. I'm looking forward to it. So what are you seeing at, uh, at your office? Um, so I'm still seeing a few people that were giving the IV remdesivir to mm -hmm. uh, for COVID. Uh, typically, these are people who um, cannot take Paxlovid for COVID because typically of drug interactions. I have a really sick lady now who I'm quite concerned about. Um, 
So still seeing a little bit of it. Mm -hmm. I'm glad not so much because it was so hard to organize the office because we had to squish everything in, yeah. you know, in the beginning of the day so we could have a couple hours at the end of the day to take care of patients. Yeah. Um, New York Times this morning said uh, Paxlovid is not being prescribed as, as much as you would expect or hope because doctors are just not either comfortable or familiar enough with Paxlovid to, uh, to prescribe it. That may be partly uh, the reason. There's a lot of drug interactions and, and it's quite tedious to look up each drug or put it in a computer program. Uh, the other thing is you have to get you know, tested and that's still fraught with problems because uh, it's supposed to be done ideally within five days. Uh, so, and the other thing is it tastes horrible. Mm. Uh, so a lot of people may start it, but then don't complete it. And then there's a little bit of buzz out there about rebound. Um, but people get rebound even if they don't take Paxlovid. Mm. But if you're, you know, an older person with underlying medical problems, especially if you're unvaccinated, if any of you s exist out there, um, and especially if you're immunosuppressed, uh, you still want to get some sort of treatment. And mm -hmm. Paxlovid is the easiest. Uh, there is the IV remdesivir. There's an oral formulation of the remdesivir that's being studied. Unfortunately, no monoclonal antibodies are out. Uh, the group that I feel really bad for is the immunosuppressed and because mm -hmm. they don't even have the protection of Evusheld. And because we don't have warp speed 2.0, I don't think we're going to be getting any new you know treatments mm -hmm. in the near future so we have to make do with what we have paxlovid tastes awful tastes awful what yeah. does it they taste can't like do something um about that? so how awful can it be to where adults said, stop taking well, it is no, it worse than dimetap don't, don't yeah don't be offended so, uh, my neighbor said it tasted like he was oh this is awful eating his own vomit Really? Yeah, it apparently tastes terrible. Huh. Sorry, Pfizer, but that's what patients well, are what's saying. What's wrong with Pfizer? You right? think they, they could just put a little something in there? Huh, interesting. I don't know. Yeah, but it, I mean, it hasn't gone away. Everyone's heard, you know, the epidemiology. Who knows what's going on in China? We're worried about, you know, there's so mm -hmm. much there with the variants. Uh, the variants keep changing here. I can't even pronounce some of the yeah. variants. So the, the one that is estimated to be number one in the U.S. is XBB.1.5. Uh, they're looking at CH.1.1 because it may escape all forms of protection. So it's still killing, you know, anywhere from mm -hmm. 400 to 600 people a day in the U.S. It's crazy. Still number three as the top killer. Yeah. But the numbers are going down, thankfully, thankfully, yeah. thankfully. I think uh, in our office, um, we might have PTSD when we think back to Delta, the fall of mm. 21, that was awful. Yeah. Um, How did you guys do uh, during the uptick of RSV and influenza A and B? Was, so, that, was that wild? Um, and it may not be over. I mean, yeah. influenza last, you know, sometimes has two peaks and RSV is mm -hmm. weird because we had some in the summer and um, they don't hit my office so much. So okay. I don't typically do primary care um, and when they're that sick, they end up going to the hospital. Yeah. Something uh, Dr. Katan said yesterday, uh, I've been thinking about it. He said, uh, we can't use the uh, monoclonal antibodies anymore because they don't work because the virus has uh, morphed into something else. Right. Can't they make new uh, monoclonal antibodies based on the new um, version of COVID? Takes time and money. Mm -hmm. 
And it's not being supported by the government. I was going to say, it's probably not so, worth the financial risk to do this and then have another variant. Mm -hmm. And even the vaccines, I mean, it's a little disappointing that people over the age of 65 consider to be in the high risk group. Only 40% have taken the bivalent booster and 50 to 64, it's only 20%. So I just listened to a clinical, clinical call uh, on the weekend and everything is, we don't have data, we don't have data, we mm -hmm. don't have data because people just didn't, you know, uh, go out there and get the vaccine. Yeah. And, and I understand. Um, there are some experts that feel, you know, they've had their primary series and they've had the infection and they've mm -hmm. got good protection. But I think we're forgetting this group of people where life still isn't back to normal. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. a little bit about Paxlova, there's a little buzz that maybe it's gonna prevent long-term COVID, which could be mm -hmm. another topic of conversation. It's from the VA, but um, the study has been criticized a little bit. Uh, the va vaccines, oh, there's lots in the literature about the quality of the studies um, from the timing, you know, would we be better off with just an Omicron monovalent versus the bivalent? So lots of controversy out there. And we're not going to get answers because we're not uh, able mm -hmm. to study it. Yeah. People Thanks. still, um, there's uh, uh, people with COVID that are still going out at at first, we were yeah. locked down for 10 days and we couldn't even, we had to stay in our room. And But just yesterday, a Democratic state representative came to the Capitol to vote despite being tested positive for COVID the day before. And she went to the cap. Did she wear a mask? She wore a mask. That's better than nothing. Yeah, but yeah. she's. They had but I mean, I think that's true for all infectious diseases, even right. colds. Uh, if we learned anything from this, when you're sick, stay home, mm -hmm. um, whether it's COVID or something else. And kind of ask yourself, when you're sick, would you want to be sitting beside somebody like that? No. No, that's for you, Representative <laughs> Natalie Price of Berkeley. Ooh. Stay home. We're going to Berkeley tonight. Oh, we are? Yes. Maybe we'll stop by Great. your house. <laughs> We are actually going to Berkeley tonight. I hope she doesn't have a child that's on the team. <laughs> oh, boy. Now, you've had a busy, uh, a busy last few months in October. Yes. Your son um, it's was It's been made. a year of weddings, and um, my son Duncan, who was in Houston, Texas, got married to V. Uh, they got married in Austin. It was a partially Hindu ceremony. How was it? Uh, how was the temperature? Was it hot? Down it there? was not hot, not hot. No. Was no. it a long ceremony? It wasn't the full traditional ceremony, uh, but the important parts were included. It was a beautiful day, and then uh, so November we're recovering from that, and then December uh, the family got together. I know you had loss of your mom. Uh, Ted's mom died last year, and we got together for memorial, and unfortunately this month beautiful V's father passed away uh -huh. unexpectedly. So, um, mm. yeah, tough so times. very tough. Moral of that story is make sure all your passwords are written down if I could share anything <laughs> with you. Yeah. Um, so the February, my medical meeting, and then March, I want to uh, recognize Dr. Aurora, who's been a long-term uh, resident and rheumatologist in this town. She's going to be moving to Arizona to be with her daughter and grandchild. And she and I shared office space together way back at the beginning. 
Um, so we're losing a real important uh, member of our medical oh. society because she's always been here for the town. Well, good luck and best wishes uh, as you uh, join family in Arizona. Yeah. Where is the, this medical conference you're going to? Someplace cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's a winter meeting, the Remington winter meeting, and this year it's in Colorado. Oh, that'll oh, be wow. nice. Mm -hmm. Bring your skis. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Hopefully there'll be a little downtime for some recreation. Oh, it's, it's scheduled that way. Good. But you're so tired <laughs> because you get up really early for the talks and you go out a bit and then you come back for the talks. Yeah. So it's, it's you, well, last year because of COVID, it, we're blaming everything on COVID. There yeah. wasn't, you know, everything came to a standstill mm -hmm. even with, with research. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to this year's meeting to cool. see what's new. It's always a good meeting. Well, we had the word from Dr. Catania, so there's only one person in the hospital with uh, COVID. Mm -hmm. And he seems to think that's, you know, and obviously that's it's a good sign. Yeah. It's Excellent. Fantastic yes. news. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, but we still have, there are still people dying in Jackson from right. COVID. Yes. And other infectious diseases. Yes, and other infectious diseases too. Mm -hmm. like and you, have you stayed uh, healthy yourself? Yes. Oh, yes. Wow. Good. Very good. You have too, haven't you? Yeah. Other, other than, this, than this red eye. Other than this, <laughs> other than this pug dog hair in my right eye. We'll see tomorrow. It was worth it. I slept good. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Have a safe trip to Colorado. Thank you. Dr. Donna O'Neill from the Pick Center. More of The Morning Show. Stay with us. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Welcome back. Our show today is brought to you by Vermeulen's Home Furnishings. They're in their third generation of being family owned and operated. Thank you to Vermeulen's for helping us bring you today's show. Joining us now is a young entrepreneur, a clothing uh, line uh, entrepreneur and a barber, Mylon Weatherspoon. Mylon, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be on here. Yeah. Are you wearing anything of your own design? Yes, I'm wearing my crew neck. These I like that. New. Yeah, that's awesome. And, talk, uh, talk a little bit about uh, how you came up with this, uh, with your own, uh, your own clothing brand. Um, I had started, I was like in a deep, space um, mentally mm -hmm. and I, I always wanted to um, I always had a vision that I'm yeah. better than this yeah and um, I had to keep on working towards it step by step and keep on um, trusting in myself and believing in myself that I'm gonna get here and um, just kept on envisioning my yeah. future I couldn't harbor on the past and dwell on the past and I had to do it every step in the now. That's awesome. And now you're 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 helping kids uh, deal with some mental struggles, some challenges of their own. Talk a little bit about working with kids um, who have some struggles. Um, I just see people around me, and like they might go through a breakup and yeah. stuff like that. I was like, you got it. You know, I want like get you out of that place so you can be better for mm -hmm. yourself. How important is it for kids to hear from their peers when they're having tough times? It's, it's very important. It's, it's well needed. We all need help. And if we can all collectively come together mm -hmm. and work, work with each other. Now the uh, logo on your shirt says, now envision your future, not your past. I like is, that. That's, what, what does that mean? What does it mean? For, 
why is it part of your clothing? Um, it's just, it all works together because once you envision your future and like keep on envisioning yourself and like it's also a part of don't, don't worry about the past and um, do it now and when you do it now and like you work, you work it out step by step, you're going to see a change within yourself. What's it like when you see uh, your friends wearing uh, crew neck sweatshirts that you designed? They, they're going to be thrilled about the material and yeah. um, just I love repping it. That's cool. Very cool. We've heard, uh, we've heard some great things about you. Joel Freeling, I know you know Joel. Uh, yes. And uh, he, had some, he had some great things to say about you. Now, you're also a barber. Yes. Tell us about that. I heard you gave some back to school <laughs> cuts. Yes. Um, I started um, COVID. I was okay. real bored and I was like, you know what? Let me, let me get myself a haircut. Um, so it was at my sister's house. I didn't do too good, but it was just the experience. It was yeah. very fun, and I just kept on. Uh, you gave yourself your own haircut? Yes. That's got to be good. <laughs> Have you ever tried to give yourself your own haircut? Yeah, it doesn't work out well. I had, uh, during, co well, during COVID, like you said, Mylon, my wife tried to cut my hair once. And she did a decent job, I think, but. But, um, so. We was um, living with somebody, and he asked me to cut his hair. I was like, I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, it was shocking. And that experience was like, okay, I got to get better. I like yeah. this. And um, it was just an experience. No, I did not do good, <laughs> but I just kept on working on it. And uh, I went to the shelter a couple times to get better, awesome. mastering my craft. and. Those people love me over there, and I haven't gotten over there, but it's very cool. Now I had like, I have clients all over. That's awesome. You know, cutting up people that I never thought I can cut before. Yeah. But I was trusting that. That's also part of my journey. Sounds like you might have found your uh, your your calling with uh, everything you're doing right now. What uh, do you remember when you were younger? What you thought you wanted to do? Um, playing football. Yeah but also like being my own boss. Yeah. How does someone so, get into, so you have an idea you'd like to be a fashion uh, designer and, and uh, have a clothing line. How does someone start that? It sounds like it's, where, do you be, where did you begin? Um, I began that um, when I always wanted to like rep myself and I was, I was thinking, I'm like, how can I like build something? It was just like a thought process. And then like just start with shirts mm -hmm. and um, just get that out there. I got it out there, a lot of people wanted it. And it's just like, you just got trust in yourself and mm -hmm. like believe in that vision that you see. Yeah. Where can people uh, uh, buy some of uh, the clothing? I have an online store. Cool. I will have a link and uh, you can also have my number hit my number if you want like a custom order cool. or, or color or something like that. So right now it uh, looks like sweatshirts uh, and hoodies. Are, are there ex uh, plans for expanding your line? What, what's the next thing you want to have out there? I want to have polo shirts, um, shorts, mm -hmm. socks, maybe underwear. And That's people, all I can so think they see you right wearing, is that how you get the word out when you get 
first got started, you're wearing your own designs yes. and people are coming up to you? Yes. Hey, where'd you get that? Yes. Right? Yep. That's cool. The material looks nice. How hard is it picking what material you're going to get? Obviously, um, it's, it's something, you know, you're a designer. How hard is it to pick out the material for the clothing? Um, just like, I don't know. It's, it's just... Whatever, whatever. You just got trusted. Yeah. This is new material. And I was like, I don't know. I never heard of it. Yeah. But I got it. It's very comfortable. It's very soft. It's awesome. Do you have, uh, for your, your uh, hair cutting, do you have a chair somewhere? Or are you, are you uh, mobile? Um, I can do house calls and I cut out of my house. Yeah, that's cool. And I have a chair. Awesome. Yeah. Set up. So what do you want to do? Uh, you're obviously impacting a lot of people uh, here locally through your uh, your mentorship, through uh, your brand, through your uh, your haircutting business. What do you want to What do you want to do um, as you move forward? Continue to impact people. Just continue to impact people and um, continue to be successful. Well, congratulations on uh, your success so so far, and. Hopefully, we'll be seeing more people walking yeah, around. Yeah, I would like wearing, one. Uh, yes. Wearing, what's the name of the line? Um, AYF Clothing. AYF. Cool. All right. Great to see you. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Entrepreneur, uh, hairstylist, uh, clothing designer, Mylan Weatherspoon. Yeah. Uh, stay tuned. We've got uh, more of the morning show after this. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. The Center for Family Health is inviting you to be a flu fighter this flu season. You can just stop by their walk-in clinic or give them a call. The Center for Family Health has been opening the door to healthcare for all for more than 30 years. Again, no appointment necessary. Joining us now is concert promoter, founder and owner of Rain Productions, Scott Vitale. Morning, Scott. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you guys? We're Good doing well. It sounds like you're planning some stuff. I am. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun, crazy year. Yeah. So starting let, out. Let's talk about the uh, first. Let's talk about the proposed uh, concert venue that uh, you that everybody are, wants to talk that about everyone right wants to talk about. Yeah. So <laughs> good uh, or bad, right? <laughs> yeah. Good or bad. Um, it's it's interesting because um, we followed followed you and you know you you put on these big shows. Uh, here, there, everywhere, but having right. a, a stationary venue, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot to be said about that. Talk a little bit about it. Yeah, that's the, that's the key, you know, what, you know, as I have indicated in previous interviews, the difficulty that you have for my team, for um, artists, for everything logistically, is ju it's just, it's very difficult. Yeah. It's not impossible, but it makes it difficult when you're going from one location to the next, yeah. to the next. And we've been very fortunate to have great relationships with different businesses in the community in different areas. And we're very thankful for that. But again, the difficulty then becomes, you know, people want you to come and do something when you start being more and more successful. Right. So when you do a show at a certain place and then somebody says, hey, we'd like you to do it. Okay, yeah, does it make sense logistically? Right. Does it make sense financially? Does it make sense all that? And so when this 
piece of property, and, it, and it's interesting because people will say venue, mm -hmm. and of course people assume venue, they think DTE, they right. think, you know, they think. Actual amphitheater and stands. Correct, yeah. that's not that. This mm -hmm. is a piece of property that we're just utilizing to be our home base, mm -hmm. so that we can not have to worry about the logistics every single time. Sure. It also, on the other end of things, for the customer makes it very easy because then they know exactly what they're coming to every single time. Mm -hmm. Our loyal followers, our fans, people that are coming, we don't mm -hmm. like to have, hey, Andy, we're going to this place, and then you're telling your wife the next time, well, where are they at next? Sure. Like, yeah. And how do we get there, and where's parking? Yeah. And this becomes a consistent sure. you know, process yeah. for everybody involved. Yeah. Yeah, one thing I learned about, uh, um, you know, certain bands and things like that is that they some require a certain size stage you well, know so you could have something that works well at the grand correct but not at a, a bar correct and there are artists which is intriguing that you say that because there's a lot of people that don't realize such as our relationship with michigan theater there are artists who will not play a seated venue mm -hmm. they do not play in a seated venue we've had artists who have we've gone after who are major artists and they're like i'm not playing on a golf course yeah they don't like that stigma. Huh. They don't want that like stigma for sure. some reason. Interesting. They don't understand what we do to yeah. the driving range. You know, we make it a concert venue, but yeah. so it's very hard to convince certain artists and bigger artists that we're starting to look at to be invested in us mm -hmm. without having a true, you know. Interesting. I, again, I say venue, but you know, we've had people that say yeah. I'm not playing a sunflower field. Yeah. You know, I've had yeah. people that say we're not playing a parking lot. Yeah. I, I get it. Sure. You yeah. know. Wow, interesting. So. So it's Country Boots and Bands series that you've had, and you've had it all over uh, the area, and now you've got a piece of land in Clark Lake. Yep. That you're asking uh, Clark Lake uh, Township to approve the venue, the site plan, Correct. so that you can start having concerts there as soon as this summer. Correct, yeah. That's We've cool. got a show locked in for June 23rd. We can't announce that one yet. Um, I, can, I can tease it and say that this is the biggest artist that we've ever had. They have more than um, 10 number one hits. They've got more than three uh, country music albums. So Big time. This, this is one of those artists where the venue determines <laughs> yeah. whether or not you can get them. Okay. Uh, what are their initials? <laughs> B-H-T. <laughs> you brought some uh, some graphics, some slides. Yeah, we've got stuff coming up already. I mean, you've got yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Jansen in February. Chris Jansen, Tim Montana. Yeah, this is going to be a heck of a dynamic duo on uh, February 11th. Uh, very few tickets left, um, so we're encouraging people to snag those up before they're gone. Um, yeah, you, it's going to be a great show. Um, I was thinking about St. Patrick's Day. There's always tons of stuff to do, but you guys kind of have a like a full day deal thing going here. Yeah, well, you know, Randy Lamaster, a good friend of mine and good sponsor, you know, came to me and said, "Hey, he goes, I want to have a St. Patrick's Day party," and I said, "Okay, well, we can't do it inside. There's just not enough room, so right. we're going to take the." area in the back parking lot surrounded by all the bright walls which will be just cool as heck and have live music from bad penny which is a classic cover band and mm -hmm. then of course you know most people in this town know who dj mike holiday is so 
all kinds of giveaways. We've got over 100 t-shirts to give away. We've got... You're uh, bringing Scott Cloud back to Jackson? We are bringing... Well, he hasn't <laughs> left. He's just been... <laughs> he's, he's been... Uh, yeah, he's, he's been undercover for a little bit. Look at um, that. We'll see it. But yeah, he's agreed to MC it, so that'll be fun to have him back. He's, he's MC'd most of my shows. That's cool. And he's great to work with. And awesome. he knows how to entertain the crowd, too. So, um, so yeah, we're, uh, we're excited about, you know, just a small... A uh, good party there. And then Priscilla Block, this is our first, I would say, quote, unquote, venture outside of Jackson. Okay. This event is going to be held at um, Wayside Central in Mount Pleasant. Bart's been there. Yeah, a couple yeah. of times. No, just <laughs> once for my oh. younger brother's bachelor oh. party. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so this is going to be held up at Wayside Central, um, you know, about an hour and 20-minute drive from Jackson. So um, we've got a lot of fans up there, and uh, the owner up there asked to have a, um, a venue. Here's another point. Priscilla Block did not want to play. The original game plan was to have her play on March 23rd there uh -huh. and then play in Jackson on March 24th. She won't play a theater yet. Okay. She wants to play, and I'm quoting her, on places where my feet stick to the floor. Well, that's yeah. it. And Wayside is that's it. That's it. But that's a good space. I mean, it's, it's a, a great big space. space. Yeah. So, you know, again, it's the dynamics of an artist that will certain, yeah. certain artists will play one place and not the other. But. And then Drake White. Um, I am over the top excited about this guy. Um, they call him the Reverend White. Um, he has a very, um, I would say, Americana, gospel-y kind of country sound. Huge loyal following. He's been on tour with Whiskey Myers. He's been on tour with some of the bigger artists like uh, Zach Brown Band and things of that nature. So he's coming into Jackson. Um, the Optimus Ice Arena, we're going to do that indoors. Again, this is a venue he didn't want to play in a seated venue, so yeah. I couldn't take him to the theater. Yeah. So we have to find... What's that going to look like at Optimus? Just like you would see at Little Caesars Arena okay. or any other Grand or Van, Van oh. Handel. Yeah, it, Van Handel. We're going to have a stage on the one end. We're going to okay. have everything there. Cool. Um, it's not going to be any different than uh, any of the others. And then this is breaking news. Um, so we've announced that we're doing a Christmas in July weekend with our friends out there at Aggies, um, but we are doing a dueling piano um, show on Friday night. And then on Saturday night, we've got the uh, largest Jimmy Buffett tribute band coming in on Saturday night for our uh, entire Christmas in July theme. So we're going to have all kinds of giveaways. We're going to do some uh, donations to local charities and things like that, like we normally do during the Christmas time, but we're going to do it the halfway to Christmas kind of deal. You've got a lot of late bedtimes coming up for yourself, sir. A lot of yeah, work. Yeah, well, I don't get you. much sleep anyways, <laughs> period. <laughs> so my sleep pattern is never good anyways, but... Yeah. Um, you be, are you starting to become, uh, I know you always have been, but a, a, a pretty big country music fan yourself? You know, I have, yeah. Um, and, you know, I've always had my roots in Napoleon. I've never been, I would consider, you know, country country. Right. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to fake anybody else out yeah. by saying that I am because <laughs> I'm not but you know country music just like a lot of other music has changed over the years it's evolved mm -hmm. um, there is some country pop that I like there's some country pop that I don't like and then yeah. there's some grassroots stuff that I like like the Drake Whites and the mm -hmm. and the Whiskey Myers and the you know the alternative country kind yeah. of folks um, so I'm you know I'm, I'm open to a lot of different music um, but yeah, country has really become my mm -hmm. mainstay and my knowledge area, yeah. my lane, so to mm -hmm. speak. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, but it, it's good for me. Yeah. So it, nice. it's good for the community. Yeah, so far, sure. so good. I have um, something in common with some of your artists. I can't play on a golf course either. No. <laughs> True. 
<laughs> well, good luck with uh, the season and uh, at Clark Lake. Uh, I know you've got some work to do to get everything set up for that. Yes, we do. Thanks for coming in. I appreciate you Thank having you, me. Scott. Thanks. Yeah, promoter, owner of Rain Productions and Country Boots and Bands, Scott Vitale. The Morning Show continues after this. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Welcome back to the morning show. Have you ever had Rao's homemade uh, soup? Rao? Rao, R-A-O. Uh, you might have seen their spaghetti sauce. It's Maybe. It's very popular. They make soup as well, and they've recalled um, the soup because they put the wrong labels on it. They did? Yes. So if you think you're getting um, chicken and gnocchi soup, it's actually vegetable minestrone. Ugh. <laughs> so, and, and you actually looks like jars. SpaghettiOs. It does actually, doesn't it? Brandon, let me ask you something. Have you had SpaghettiOs recently? No, but someone upstairs has. You got to try them. They're terrible. It's yeah, amazing. Really? Oh yeah. Eat them on the can. It's amazing that we were served that. Oh, like, were, that was no. dinner at my house yeah, half the time. Yeah, that was very How about uh, beefaroni? Hamburger helper. Beefaroni, <laughs> the Beef San Francisco it comes treat. Beefaroni, it's Chef Boyardee. <laughs> Ricearoni is the San Francisco treat. <laughs> I love rice. That's different. Hmm. Um, Manwich. We have an employee that eats that out of I a can. I know that. Manwich. Cold. Some people <laughs> like it. Uh, don't forget, we've got high school basketball live tonight on JTV, the Avenue Auto Sports Weekend. Chelsea and Jackson should be a great game. Should be a great game. Yeah. Tune in live, please. Uh, Pre-game at 6.45 and the tip-off 7. The game replays at 10 p.m. And then we've got another doubleheader later this week. Yeah, East Jackson, Grass Lake, boys and girls will come. Uh, we'll have that live. And then high school hockey live Friday, or I'm sorry, Saturday at 5 o'clock, all on the Avenue Auto Sports Weekend. Tomorrow morning, Ben Learned and Sean Brogan from Lumen Christie, Kyle Lichty from the Gus Macker, Madison Husted, and Mallory Vrepveld from Five Forks Bakery. Later today, Dan Draper, Lauren Kaiser, Sean Atello, Mark Douglas, Jessica Melchef, Jacob Gates, and... Meet the JTV staff with Ben Tripp. Yes. See you this afternoon.